Hey, what's up? Can I get a redo podcast, fam? Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Jamie Nicole. I'm really hoping that everyone is well. Colds, flu, that other nasty illness that's still going around is, is striking people. And I hope that that's not you. And if it is, I hope that you've got some special remedies that are your go-tos to help you during this time of year when our bodies are responding to the different weather um, in our areas. Just wishing you lots of hope in general. Um, because I know when you don't feel good, it can and it can be really sad, especially with all the special um, events and happenings of this holiday season time of year. Speaking of holiday season, I had prepared a different podcast episode and it was the longest one to date, but I decided to scratch it and we're going to go a little bit more low key. I want to talk to you about all the holiday craziness um, that happens this time of year and just kind of explain some reasons why um, why we can get carried away um, during this time of year and do some things that can be destructive and then maybe go through some possible solutions, some preventative steps we can take. And today's season two, episode nine, and it's titled, That's Why You Eat More During the Holidays. So I'm not a huge foodie, but I know some people think food is love and love is food. I think that food is necessary, but if I'm interested in anything in particular about food, it's probably the wrong things. I do like treats and those are not the best. They're not the essential important component of, of a diet. So um, I, I do enjoy treats, but I wouldn't say that I'm a foodie and I know that many people are though and food is important and this time of year, it seems to be the center of our focus along with spending money and uh, we need to kind of just talk about why we can get swept away in this um, food craze that happens during the holiday seasons because food can be love. Um, However, too much food is abuse and abusive food is not desirable. It is not, it's not good for us. It's, It's going to leave us feeling horrible about ourselves and then we start scrambling start of the year trying to make amends and you know it's it's okay to indulge but I think that if we can simply kind of just really think about the why behind the actions then we might be able to do better we might be able to prevent getting carried away so my my reasons why 
we eat more during the holidays are very common sense and you probably immediately thought of you know three to five reasons why people eat more during the holidays but I hope I can spend some time on each one you know bringing some some things to light that maybe you're overlooking or not really considering at all um because our focus can be really distracted during this time of year it seems to go fast and we're busy we're closing out a year and just tons of gatherings and things we're doing so we need to address the reasons why we eat more and we need to think about it because some people really get a lot of anxiety and feel a lot of guilt this time of year um and I could be speaking to my my foodies out there my listeners who who really do enjoy food and you're probably already totally aware of um your propensity to get carried away with food this time of year and I I feel you I I empathize and I wish to help you with that if if I can. I'm sure that my listeners are highly intelligent and if you're listening to a self-improvement podcast then I do think that you care about your choices and I think that you care about learning and you're someone that desires to you know be your best version of yourself. So kudos to you for even listening to a um a podcast such as can i get a redo all right the first reason why we eat more during the holidays is because we are gathering more i mean let's start with thanksgiving thanksgiving is all about the meal um and you could argue that christmas is too but more so thanksgiving is all about the food i mean there are some women i think it's a long standing joke in some cultures that women like go on strike don't they do not cook like a week or so before thanksgiving because they know how intense how intensely they're going to be cooking you know the days leading up to thanksgiving and and the day of thanksgiving like it is serious for some people and not only are we gathering more we're also traveling more which throws us off of our healthy routines and we're having to make do we're eating out all all that stuff um contributes to us consuming off track and consuming more uh i mean if you have a big family you could be celebrating the same occasion more than once multiple places with multiple different people all different types of food presented some healthy some not healthy maybe all unhealthy i mean think about the parties you've got work parties home family gatherings um church other you know groups that you're a part of but um you know it's it's just more 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 and go 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 and it's crazy It's that's why people call it the holiday hustle and it doesn't have to be that way but right now we're focused on the fact that these are the reasons why um 
we we eat more. I mean, we are celebrating more. It it feels like a time of year when we should be rewarding ourselves. We have worked hard all year or we've gone through whatever trials and it's it's like a time that we indulge as a way to um you know, just congratulate ourselves or to celebrate and not only do we gather more but you have to think about the fact that when you're gathering more and seeing people and celebrating that people give us treats and foods as presents um uh, let's just say for example teachers in particular teachers of the littles um you know get so many candy and junk type of you know presents and gifts and tokens of appreciation that are not good for teachers and teachers are already stretched thin and probably don't have the best diets and constantly are just you know thanked with unhealthy things with all you can eat food and it's usually not healthy and and just crap and you know decorating cookies this time of year when we're we're gathering and all these traditions that we have as we spend time with family like decorating cookies and baking stuff I mean it's like people who don't even enjoy cooking or know how to cook all of a sudden become Chef Boyardee they become Betty Crocker they become Martha Stewart and start just cooking and baking up a storm and there's all these tempting recipes being passed around food images I mean just think about how you're marketed to on social media and online and I mean all the different holiday flavored seasonal stuff at the store that's on the end caps that's right in your face it's by the checkout I mean it's it's out of control it's bananas it's nonsense it's it's too much it's crazy I mean you're getting caught in this trap of oh I need to check out that flavor that holiday flavor of cereal of candy of popcorn of you know even ice cream if you're someone who's crazy and likes to eat ice cream in the winter they have holiday flavors of that I mean donuts like everything becomes like a holiday machine and it's it's almost unavoidable um but if you're if you're decorating cookies with with family I mean then you've got tons of cookies to do something with you're you're eating while you're baking you're eating afterwards you have this like guilt of not wanting to waste food that people give you and that you yourself bake and it's a trap it's a huge trap um I don't want to make you feel bad and pointing out all these um, scenarios and reasons why we eat more. I, I just want to create awareness. And we have to be conscious of all this stuff that we're being hit with and, you know, what kind of mindset we are possessing during the holiday season um, because it is an awesome time of year and it is great to gather and celebrate and to reward but 
Like I said, too much of a good thing is a bad thing. The second reason why we eat more during the holidays is because of the weather. I mean, I'm immediately thinking of that song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. I myself, I am a very active person and I enjoy outdoor activities. Walking is like my number one thing and and I do it seven days a week and I also run outside and it's it's harder to stay committed this time of year Um, especially as we get older you really have to push yourself you really have to do a lot of mental talking and talk yourself into going outdoors it truly is a lot harder when you know it's it's easier to just say oh it's raining nope or oh it rained you know two days ago the ground is it's still wet or you know it's just no it's 40 40 degrees I could get sick and you know all these ways that we talk ourselves you know out of going for something as simple as a walk um there's some truth to that and and we need to be wise and we need to watch you know the temperature and the weather and take good care and I know in Texas it's the types of wardrobes you see this time of year I mean you can have people in flip-flops shorts and then a beanie on top of their head and some kind of fleece or a hoodie and it's it's really it's bipolar um, dressing of ourselves and you know if we're going to stay active then we're gonna have to dress appropriately and um you know when we talk ourselves out of working out and you know the weather in general just some people aren't a fan they are very demotivated by colder weather or rain and cloudiness um then we're more inclined to tell ourselves it's okay to stay inside and then we don't move at all and uh, you know so many people share on social media platforms or like just in conversation and they'll talk about how it's a goal um to sit by the fire to go home and immediately get in pajamas and to do nothing and to consume more more entertainment more food more treats and we're we're just justifying all of it I mean rest is good we need rest but you know are you using the weather as an excuse to to eat more and to move less and to do less because that's that's something to think about um you know we've got the world throwing all this food marketing at us and um then we've also got you know all these little gadgets such as heated blankets and adult onesies and it's it's really ridiculous it's really ridiculous I mean I I don't want to be cold I want to be comfortable but I don't I don't want to succumb to this concept of just sitting being sedentary and stopping movement because movement can actually warm you up if you stay 
sedentary. If you stay sitting and you're not moving around, you're going to be more cold. So get moving, even if it's inside your house. Um, So be mindful of how the weather can lead to more food consumption um, in your life. And the third reason I have for you why we consume more food and eat more bad things during the holiday season is because holidays are stressful. They just are. They're blissful, but they're also stressful. And we don't all hold the same opinion toward holidays. And some of us have less money than others. And we can get wrapped up into feeling a lot of shame about our inability to decorate, to buy. Um, and, and shame leads to, to overeating or stress eating or comfort eating. And this is not good. This is not good for us. And some of us have lost loved ones and people that are important, or maybe we've just never had a big friendship or family circle to begin with. And this holiday season makes us feel depressed because of um, people we don't have to celebrate with anymore or people we never had or maybe it's just you know singleness and you've been single a long time and you don't have a special person and and a domino effect is maybe you don't even have family or friends and you know it, it all leads to turning to food um, as a solution as a way to comfort and soothe and make better our our feelings of tension and shame and depression and anxiety all surrounding the holidays I mean we have people that have started decorating November 1st we've we've started to just skate right past Thanksgiving and um you know I'm not a fan I'm not a fan of it I think we need to live in the moment and be day to day and and I know you know some people have good intentions and they're just wanting to draw out and extend the holiday season and and enjoy more of something that does bring them happiness but the holidays don't bring everyone happiness we're not all the same we don't all have the same circumstances and life experiences and um you know you can get caught in comparison and food is sometimes just the only way to try and feel better and it's not a good path it's not a good solution it's not a good alternative but I really I really 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 have a special place in my heart for people that find the holidays to be so unappealing and so stressful and I don't think that you should label yourself a Grinch Um, I think that you're validated in your feelings and experiences and losses you've had um, but I certainly don't think that you're excused to um, to mistreat yourself by overindulging in food because I assure you that that can just feed the stress monster. Um, it can feed depression. Can, it can feed anxiety and just it becomes this loop, this, this cycle. Um, and we don't want to do that. We want to get out of anxiety, depression, 
sadness, loneliness, um, you know, holidays can be triggers to you and you can find ways to avoid triggers and overcome them and to get through them and I highly highly recommend that you find other solutions and make effort that food and overindulging does not become your go-to this holiday season so I have focused on three reasons why we eat more during the holidays and those three reasons were that we're gathering gathering and celebrating more the weather contributes and then my last reason was that holidays are stressful and I want to give like a bonus to this episode and I think that I would be mistaken not to mention alcohol consumption in this episode because it goes hand in hand with overeating. Uh, we also um, overdrink during this holiday season because just like with food recipes, there's all these attractive, um, appealing, enticing um, holiday drinks that you can make and um, you know, if you're not someone that's, you know, a foodie like myself, maybe you're more tempted by, you know, getting through the holiday season and the stress of it by drinking more. Like maybe you're not a family person. Maybe you're awkward and nervous about social gatherings and your solution is, you know, liquoring up <laughs> um, to give yourself you know, um, ease, ease to your nerves, to your, um, to your stress this time of year, to your nervousness and, or maybe you're, you know, consuming alcoholic drinks in, in excess because, um, you're just overexcited. You're over celebrating. You're just getting carried away. And, you know, maybe there's no, you know, um, anxiety or, bad uh, feelings attached to it but you need to be just as mindful about over consuming food as you are about alcohol consumption and please stay tuned if you're not someone that drinks um because I I'm I'm hoping that you'll find the close of this episode to be worthwhile um because I'm about to share some tips on how we can all get through um this tempting time of year with food and alcohol so we've got to take good care of ourselves, and if we don't have the money to bless people with gifts this time of year it's always free to be a good example it's free it costs you nothing um, it may require some self-discipline um but being a good example is a free gift that you can give yourself and and give to others so um I want to share pertaining to overconsumption of alcohol a recent article posted on plantstrong.com 
The article discusses six different reasons why alcohol consumption is unhealthy. And I am not pointing a finger and telling you that you shall not drink. I am not. I am not at all. I just found um, this article. I'm subscribed to this website, so I get their newsletters. And I thought it connected to this um, podcast episode topic and wanted to share. And I'm not scolding you, and I'm not telling you not to drink. By no means. No. You make your decisions for yourself, and I'm not here to make you feel guilty or judge you whatsoever. But to bring you information that could help you or someone else you're willing to share um, the Can I Get a Redo podcast with. So the article says the six reasons why alcohol consumption is unhealthy and that we should be mindful of how much we're consuming or whether or not it's wise for us to consume because alcohol is empty calorie consumption Many people try and argue that red wine has benefits and, um, you know, it's kind of like discussions about, you know, other food and how we need protein. But, I mean, there's there's high-fat, unhealthy sources of protein and there's lean sources of protein. And with drinking, there's, you know, different choices we can make so that we can have, you know, healthy healthier consumptions of alcohol versus types of alcohol that is just laced with sugar and a lot of bad things that that taste good but just you know cause us to to gain weight and you know it's it's not good so if you can make healthier choices with with what you eat and drink why why not why wouldn't you if you can um and I argue that you know, if you have to make something super unhealthy, like I'm thinking right now and feeling guilt about putting creamer and, and coffee, um, you know, some people might say, you know, toughen up. If you can't just drink coffee straight up, don't drink it. Well, some people would not touch alcohol if it weren't for, you know, all the sugary options out there. So try try to find um, and spend some time finding some, some healthier um caloric and sugar content options when it comes to alcohol alcohol I know that you know you can find there are some things that are um healthier especially you know certain seltzers and and wines you know you can find more organic uninhibited um things that don't have a lot of additives um or just, you know, drink things that are more pure. Um, so we're in the six reasons why alcohol is unhealthy. Focus, Jamie, Nicole. So I said calories. You're consuming empty calories. Um, alcohol is said to block our body's ability to burn fat by up to 30%. Alcohol consumption increases our appetite. I mean, you can't argue that. That's that's just true. Um, especially if you're someone that thinks alcohol is a complement to the food you're consuming, then it's definitely increasing your appetite. There are there's a concern. Um, the PlantStrong.com article brings up about no nutritional labels. Like, what are you even consuming when you're drinking this? 
um, alcoholic beverage. And then obviously there's the ones we know alcohol consumption, you know, is linked to cancer and to diseases. It's bad for your liver. It causes inflammation and, um, not just inflammation of your liver, but if you've ever, you know, drank in a bunch of wine or something sugary, have you noticed the next day that you look a little puffy or, you know, that your face is a little swollen? I mean, I, 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 I can attest to this, you know, about feeling inflamed and a little bit puffy and, um, holding on to some water weight, um, when drinking certain things. So, you know, check out plantstrong.com. I'll try and link the article in the podcast mentions, but, um, you know, we have to be careful of our alcohol consumption, just like, you know, how we're eating more. We are drinking more as well. So it is time that we stop being so negative here, like making ourselves feel bad. Let's flip the switch. Let's close the podcast by talking about tips and tricks to combating holiday stress and um, all the craziness, the holiday hustle that causes us to overeat and to overdrink. So my first tip for you would be to be aware, be conscious, be alert, have a plan if you can, be mindful, be intentional, and just think about what you're doing. A lot of times we just get carried away because we're not even thinking. We're letting other people think for us, social media, the world, our friends and family telling us what to do. Think for yourself and be aware about your own choices. Um, tip number two, gather less. That's right. I'm being a Debbie Downer. Gather less. Be more selective with what you choose to participate in this time of year. You don't have to be a yes man. You do not have to say yes to everything. Say no if it's all about food. Pick your gatherings, celebrations, um, things you go and do, pick wisely. If it's going to set you up to overconsume and then feel bad about yourself, say no. A third tip or trick would be to try to cook healthier versions of things. You can make healthier versions of, you know, like main courses and desserts, and you don't have to make stuff organic and vegan I mean you can you can try and make things more plant-based and healthier but pick things that have limited and and more clean ingredients and um you know this is the way you can be a good example is try to make sure that you're you're having you know still getting like the basics that you need fruits and vegetables and healthy stuff because We can't just let our diet during the holidays be all junk. We need to make sure that we're still eating healthily and being a good example for our family and our friends. Um, Another tip or trick for um, trying to avoid overconsumption of food and alcohol could be, you know, plan your your splurge days out and and even more so, plan your allowances like how much are you going to let yourself indulge in how far are you wanting to let yourself go make a goal and and set it and stick to it and have your friends keep you accountable and have your family keep you accountable don't restrict yourself I think that that's um 
you know, counterproductive to restrict yourself, indulge and enjoy and celebrate, but maybe pick, you know, two days a week, three days a week, um, certain activities and, and events that you're going to make those be like, okay, I'm going to allow myself to do this, to have this in this quantity. And that's my limit and, and try your best to, to stick to it. And then another tip could be to keep moving. Even if you're going to stay inside, only allow yourself to sit down and maybe enjoy a little bit of entertainment for a set amount of time and then say, you know, switch gears, make sure that you're having balance if you just refuse to go outside and and move or walk or do anything outdoors or go to the gym um you know move around your house and um if if you're bold enough and you're willing enough keep working out outside if you're someone that already does and I'm talking to myself here as well keep working out outside keep going on runs when you can make sure it's safe for you um but don't let the weather discourage you and demotivate you get cold weather gear get yourself some gloves a good coat um something for your head and a scarf like I love to you know wrap even my my nose and my mouth so that I don't you know consume the the cold air and all the viruses and things if it's windy that can um that we can breathe in and and you know it's it can actually be fun you got to layer up and it could be a good reason to um to go shop and and pick something out um that that maybe you need and and you haven't bought um everybody needs you know a coat and and some winter things even in texas forge the cold life forge forge ahead and don't stop moving um it could be actually fun um make other people go with you if you can if you refuse to go outside you could get an indoor treadmill you could have indoor equipment bottom line no excuses no excuses Another tip and trick for this holiday season that you can apply to help overconsumption of food and alcohol is to say no to the holiday hustle in comparison. You do not have to bake 50 treats. You do not have to overcook. You do not have to have leftovers sitting around. You do not need to waste food. Think about food waste. See if you can share your extra food and leftovers. Um, you know, a lot of people are in need and, and don't have, um, the blessings that you have. So see how you can share and, um, just, just say no to the temptation to cook and, and buy more than you need. Be conscious of food waste. And I'm speaking now to my people who get really sad and depressed during the holidays, people who suffer grief and anxiety and depression accept invitations especially if you're single um, if you have friends or family members inviting you you might feel like the third wheel but if people are inviting you I think that they are genuinely welcoming you and I think it's safe to say 
that they desire your company and you can get negative inside your own head and talk yourself out of you know uh, someone extending an olive branch don't do that like don't overthink it if someone is inviting you then you are welcome and you should join and you should accept if you're able and even if you're you know more introverted and less social really try to participate and don't just give in to um you know the self-talk of of staying home try to be social and you know avoid loneliness and and sadness as much as you can and my last tip would be to try your best to bless other people and not spoil yourself so much you know I've talked about um how this time of year we reward ourselves and and that's good to do but um we can get carried away with that and sometimes when we focused we focus outwardly then you know there's this natural thing that happens where we we bless ourselves we get our mind off ourselves and our own struggles and um you know I'm not trying to promote busyness but if we get busy blessing others doing for others serving others then you know we we might be too busy to eat we might care less about food we might turn to food and alcohol um less because we are busy going about trying to be a holiday blessing um and source of encouragement and service to other people and can I get a redo podcast fam I mean worst case scenario you follow none of my tips and tricks you completely just go all in this holiday season and you drink and you eat too much the whole way through you know what you are still going to be okay you are still valuable lovable forgivable and you can recover you can this is worst case scenario i i i'm i'm kind of throwing you a bone if you're someone that refuses and you're just giving yourself a license to overindulge this season please at least make a goal at the new year be one of those cliche people that have new year's resolutions and make sure that you at least have plans to recover your body your diet to get back on track um to resume movement if you've allowed the weather to prevent you from working out as much um have a plan at the start of the year to to do better and to get back on track and um you know it's never too late and each new day presents an opportunity to do better so some people may you know just set the the weekends as their indulgent time and then you know you stick to your workouts and healthier choices and have more discipline during the week and that could be a good way to get through but worst case scenario please have a plan to to recover from all the holiday crazies um at the start of the year um that being said i'm going to depart and thanksgiving is up ahead and i wish you podcast fam the happiest thanksgiving possible i hope that you are safe 
If you're traveling, travel safe. I hope that you stay healthy. And if not, I hope you find ways to get through and still get to enjoy fellowship and some food and some drink. And um, I hope it's not to your detriment. And I just truly, truly thank you for being a Can I Get a Redo podcast listener. And I wish you happy holidays. And we'll talk more, I'm sure, about Christmas because we're just trying to get through um, Thanksgiving. But happy, happy Thanksgiving. Do well, be well, speak well, and bye for now. Thank you.